0: Hello and welcome to another week of the Ohio Huntsman podcast. This show is, this. if you're listening to this, the day it releases, I believe it's Christmas Day. So Merry Christmas, uh, hopefully you're enjoying time with your family, and we are not recording this on Christmas Day because we'll be spending the day with our families as well. So at this point, our trail camera giveaway is over, we've announced the winner by now, and Whoever you are, congratulations. Hope you enjoy your new camera and your new Ohio Huntsman Eat Local shirt. Other updates? I don't think I have any other updates.
1: No. Uh, no, I don't think we have anything. None of us have been in the woods. so Since gun season, Since right? Since gun season, yeah. All
0: right. Well, we'll get right into the topic. So the topic for today, because this is releasing on Christmas Day, we figured we would just kind of sit around here and tell hunting stories as if you're sitting around with your family on Christmas or around Christmas just hanging out you know it's a time to spend time with family and so we were we just figured it would be fitting to tell stories so who wants to start I'll start Jeff's gonna start all right all right so
1: gonna tell about my my first deer figure that's a good story to yeah, tell. that's
0: a good place to start
1: I was about eleven years old. It was my second deer season, okay. I had gone out opening day and then the Tuesday of regular gun season the previous year watched my dad shoot a deer and uh he he shot a doe and uh I attempted to shoot its fawn uh opening day of my first season and i I missed, but that happened. So then second year of hunting...
0: So that one, like, what was it? It was a one, two, three, we're going to shoot? or it No, was no, that un-
1: one, he shot the doe and it ran, you know, maybe 10 yards. And, and the fawn came and tried to suckle on it and fell tried over. to shoot it. And so the fawn ran off with the gunshot, but then came, you know, ran off, and then kind of saw that mom was still back here, so she came... Came back trotting back. I mean, she didn't run off, stop, she just ran off. Saw mom was still back here, so she just came trotting back. And dad said, All right, it's you know, it's your turn, give it a shot, yeah, shoot it. So I tried. What were you shooting? I was uh shooting a single shot, a savage single shot, over under 22 mag, 20 gauge. Okay, and
0: and that I'd, was a smoothbore, so you were just yes, shooting smooth, regular smooth bore, rifled slugs.
1: Rifled slug, yeah. Okay, yep. I shot once, missed, and it it ran off. It was gone at that point. Yeah. So, but I was just happy to do have been in the woods, right? And you know, me and Dad as a team, we shot. One, right, we, we got we got one. one. Yep. You know, it was very cool. Yeah. So the following year was the first year that they had. Youth gun season. Okay. So we all pile out of the cabin. Uh, it's me and dad and, uh, another friend of ours and his two kids. And we go down the road and me and dad go up the hill. And, uh, this was in southern Ohio. It's, it's a, it was a big hill. Uh, right. And we went to my dad's hunting spot. He has a tree. We hunt from the ground. He has a tree that he went to every opening day for years years. yeah. um, so we went up to his hunting spot and it was it was cold that day, but we're standing there. It's well into daylight. It's probably ten o'clock in the morning, you know, considering heading back to the cabin and, uh, then a long ways away, you know, maybe a hundred yards away, I spot a deer mm-hmm. and I remember pointing at it and saying, <laughs> dad, a deer. And dad rips my arm down beside me, you know, and says, yeah. put your arm down. Yeah. And, uh, so then this deer, you know, works its way in. It was just a button buck, but you know, to me it was yeah. awesome. You know, It was a yeah. deer. It was a deer. Right. I was an 11 year old kid.
0: Yeah. At that point, any deer is exciting. Yeah.
1: So it, uh, you know, kind of works its way closer and it gets to about 75 yards and starts to turn to go away. Mm-hmm. So dad tells me to shoot and, uh, I shoot. And dad says, I think you got it, you know, but it ran off. So we go over to, you know, where I had shot it at. Yeah. And, you know, we're not finding any blood, you know, you know, my dad's saying, do you see any blood? Do you see anything? It's like, no, I don't see any blood. Side
0: note here, our dad's colorblind. So he has a hard time seeing red. Right, so, so that's why Jeff made the comment about you know asking Jeff if he's seen any blood. Right, yeah, he was
1: relying on me to, yeah. to to if there was a small amount of blood to see it. And I said, no, I don't see any blood, but there's a lot of hair. And I said, okay, well, we'll start walking the way that it went. And I think by this time, a few steps following the way it went, I think my dad had already spotted. The deer dead, oh okay, but he was letting me track it, letting me track it, and I walked straight up, like I was probably only ten feet at the most yeah. away from it before I noticed it, yeah, and another really interesting thing about this deer was when we got to it, it had two holes in the same side that slug had went in obviously bounced off of a rib or something and came back out the same side really yeah never had anything like that happen again but yeah that deer had two holes it was standing broadside i shot it a little f- further back than i probably should have and i got you know like the back of the lungs uh-huh and a it had a second hole coming out of it by the hind leg really so yeah, it I had never
0: heard that story.
1: Yeah, it had two holes yeah, on the I same side. It. Cause dad huh. said, I don't know how this thing died, like you gut shot it, you know, like Yeah. And when we actually pulled the skin off, it was like, Oh no, right here's where you shot it. Yeah. And it had somehow ricocheted around and came back out of the deer on the same side. Hmm. hmm. Have no idea how it happened.
0: Bizarre. Yeah,
1: that's pretty crazy.
0: You may never see that again. Yeah, yeah. All right. So that's a good uh, a good place to start. Jake, do you have a story in mind, or?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, I can tell my story. I guess it's similar. First deer. Probably story starts the same way, where we pour out of the cabin and walk up the hill with Dad. Um, this year, I think. I don't know if Jeff if you were there or not. I don't think you were there. Probably yet. not. I, I think, don't believe I so. I think your second year was my first year. Okay. And I don't think dad had any intention my first year of letting me shoot because I was far younger than you guys right. were when you started. Okay. Hunting. Um yeah, so it was my first gun season down at the cabin, which when my when our dad was younger him and there was a pretty good group of guys that went down there. There was a lot of guys that hung out at the cabin. It's since kind of dwindled off and now it's starting to build back up as we're getting older and kind of starting to get our friends and family into it. But there was kind of a down period, downtime when we were young and the old, older guys were getting older and people stopped coming down. But um, my first year down there, we do a, um, or used to do, they, the guys used to do a, I want to say a gambling per se but opening day everyone would put like five bucks in or something i don't even know the dollar amount um for the biggest buck yeah and if no one shot a buck it was the biggest bodied dough so i was a kid i don't remember how old i even was 12 13 somewhere in that range i didn't have any money i didn't even know about this so dad ponied up for all of us you know him me jason you he put his whatever five bucks for each of us in the pot yeah and we go out in the woods and dad set me up on a tree and you know he had done all the scouting work and everything i he basically said sit here if you see a deer shoot it so the tree had like a Y in it it was like perfect for me it was like in my mind because i was you know i'm first time in the woods so i'm like as soon as it gets daylight i'm moving around and like oh you know I can stand behind this tree and prop my gun up and use this as a rest. (laughs) And I was just living it, you know. So then it gets cold and the sun comes up and you get that urge to take a nap. So I sat down and fell asleep. So next thing I know, I wake up to a deer probably can't be more than 10 yards from me stomping. Oh, really? Yeah. Woke me up. It's, you know, sniff, you know, snorting and stomping, trying to get me to move to figure out what I am. Right. Scared the living daylights out of me. I had never seen a deer like that that before. yeah. Right. I had never, you know, I mean, I'd seen them in the wild per se, but nothing that close. I didn't know what that deer was going to do. Stomping its foot. I didn't know if it was coming after me or what. Right. So I was quite scared. Um, Obviously, as soon as I moved, it ran away. Um, so then once I kind of calmed down, I was on alert. Then I'm like, Oh, these things aren't getting close to me now. I'm going (laughs) to shoot the next one. (laughs) So I remember the story about the deer filtered in from right to left and I'm behind this tree and I got this Y and it using the exact same gun Jeff was using. Actually, it's a 22 mag, 20 gauge shotgun over under with scope. I put the crosshairs on this deer, pull the trigger. It was a mom and a fawn and, you know, I shoot it. So I think it runs away. So it's like, now what do I do? So I kind of looked around a little bit. I went down to where I shot. Nothing. Don't see any hair, blood, nothing. I'm like, uh, I guess I missed. I don't know. It's not here. I don't see it. Must've missed. Go back on stand. So then I see another deer and this is a couple hours later probably i don't know maybe it probably seemed like a couple hours it might have been 10 minutes for i know i was little i probably thought time was but see another deer i shoot it shoot at it same thing came right to left and same thing i go down there i see where i shot i see the tracks i see everything no blood no hair i don't know
0: something's wrong with this gun. right
1: i can't shoot straight i don't know something's not right So then dad came down over the hill because he heard all the shooting. And he's like, what is going on? I said, I don't know. I shot at two deer. Where were they? You know, whatever. Right. We go down to look. Nothing. Not seeing anything. Nothing. Nothing. They were right here, I think, right around here. I wasn't very precise with where they were, (laughs) which was lesson number one that I learned after that. So that's that. I don't know. I Apparently I can't shoot straight, but the deer got away. Right. So then it gets to be lunchtime, I think, and we're coming down out of the woods. And our dad was like, you know, I, no one else got anything, I don't think. And I'm like, oh, I shot a deer, and we're coming down out of the woods. And coming down, there was kind of like a mowed path that I don't even know what it was there. I think it might have been Old Logging Road or something. I don't yeah, know what the trail was. yeah. But there was blood going across it that my dad saw, or maybe you saw. I don't remember. Yeah.
0: Cause sick. I was with you at this yeah, point. Yeah. We were yeah. all
1: coming down out of the woods. Yeah. And it's like, well, what's that? So then we kind of followed that blood trail off to the left of this. We're going down the hill and I was hunting off to the right of the path and the blood trail goes across it off to the left. So we go off, not very far, I don't know, maybe 20 yards at the most and dead deer. So it's like, oh, yeah, I told you I shot that deer. I knew I killed it. <laughs> so at this point, we we're gutting, you know, Dad's teaching me how to gut it and showing me stuff, and that's all fine. And then for some reason, I don't know exactly the logistics of it, but he looked down the hill, maybe 20, 30 yards down the hill, and he sees another.
0: Like a white belly, as I remember. Yeah,
1: and he goes, what is that? I said, Oh, that's my other deer I shot. <laughs> so, um, we finished the first one up, go down to the next one. I ended up hitting both those deer. Right. Perfect shots. I don't know. I just was looking in the wrong spot, I think for blood and hair and that stuff. And then there was a third deer that I had shot at. So then we had to look. So we looked all over that hillside to try and find the third deer because we were sure I'd hit it because I hit the first two, but I didn't. We never found it. We never saw anything. Yeah. So what I thought was a unsuccessful morning turns out I had filled both of my doe tags. But kind of funny story. Kind of goes with your story, Jeff. One of the the one doe I shot was a large doe, and it had a fawn. Not with it, but after the fact, a fawn came through and was raising a racket and wouldn't go away. I remember throwing like throwing sticks towards it to get it. Cause it was looking for its mom that oh, turns right. out was dead. Not far from there. Right. I just didn't know that. So I'm sure the fawn could smell and knew that it was around, but so she, the fawn just kept bleeding and, you know, making sounds. And I'm just like, get out of here, go away. So then we go down to the cabin for lunch and whatever. And come end of opening day, we hang up the deer. No one got a buck. I got a dough, two doughs, but um, a big dough and then a smaller dough. And there was another guy down there who got a also a bigger dough. And I just remember thinking like, oh, I don't know who's is bigger, mine or his. And I'm like, well, you know, whatever. And I just we hung them both up, and everyone kept saying mine was bigger. Mine's bigger, you know. And they're like, oh, Jacob's yours is, yours is the biggest. you you win, you win. Except this other guy, he was like, oh no, we need to measure them. We need to measure, we need to check. And so he's like, we need to hang them up and make sure everything's equal and blah, blah, blah. And, um, all I remember is his, when we had him hanging his deer, the nose stuck down maybe a half inch right. further than mine. Whether that's the way it was hanging, whether, I don't know, maybe it was bigger, maybe it wasn't. Yeah. But I just remember all going out there, and one of the guys was like, You don't get it, do you? His is bigger. <laughs> 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 and I was just like, At that point, I didn't really realize it. I'm like, Well, I don't know. Maybe the other guys is bigger. I don't know. Yeah. But come to find out, the older guys, it was my first deer, it was my first deer season my deer could have been a lot smaller and it would have been bigger. Right. You know, they were just, that was part of it. Um, so that was kind of cool, but I quote unquote won the money. It wasn't, I mean, we're not talking a lot of money here. Like I said, I think everybody puts, I don't know, five, I think it was five bucks. Five bucks. Yeah. (laughs) So it's probably a lot of money to me. It might've been, you know, 20 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 45. Yeah. Whatever. 45 bucks or whatever it ended up being. But, um, so that's a lot of money to a 12 year old but um that was kind of the my first and second year, I guess, story.
0: <laughs> back to back double header. Yeah,
1: back to back. Didn't even know.
0: So I have a story about and I don't remember all the details, so it might not be a good story, but the, you know, you talked about the the opening day pot, right? Everybody puts money in, and I remember, you know, the first year dad put money in for me and he was like but if you win, you got to split the winnings with me because I put the money in for you, you know? And I don't know if this was first year, second year, whatever. I I don't remember. But I remember at some point saying, I'm putting my own money in because I'm keeping the money and I'm going to shoot the biggest deer. And sure enough, I had a buck come by. And as I recall, I missed this buck. And it, I don't, it wasn't a huge deer or anything, but I, same thing. I don't think in, there were any other bucks shot opening day. And so I would have, regardless of the size, I would have won. And I would just remember being so mad at myself <laughs> for missing that deer. Cause I was, you know, I'm big yeah. man. I'm going right. to put my own $5 in and I'm going to win the pot and managed to miss the deer that would have won the pot. So, yeah. So my I guess since you guys told your first year story, I'll tell my first year story, and then you got you know, we can tell any other stories that we want to. My first year story probably starts before my first year because I'm the oldest, and as I recall, I went and I don't know, I don't remember ages or like, oh, that was back in you know, nineteen yeah, nine. I'm just not good at that stuff. I, so I don't know how old I was, older than Jeff was, but I remember going down the first year, the, f- the first one of us kids to have gone down, and Dad had bought a 20-gauge 870 youth model, right? So it had the shorter stock and everything. Were you, sorry to interrupt, were, was your
1: first year in the old cabin or was the new cabin built? I know when my first year was in the new cabin, but I don't know. Yeah, I think that new cabin was built when we were pretty
0: little. Yeah, ninety
1: nine according to the plywood. Ninety six. Ninety six. Sorry. Yeah, according to the plywood.
0: I think it was. That in would the new have been cabin. the new cabin. Okay. But when we started, right? It was a it was a smoothbore eight seventy with a field barrel with a bead. Mm-hmm. It's a twenty gauge. I'm a little kid. This gu- this gun kicks like a donkey for a little kid and I'm using a bead and I can't hit anything with this. I using a bead with a slug is I've not tried it since, but I remember as a kid seemed like next to impossible.
1: So it was just a single bead. Yes. You didn't have the V front the, the rear sight rifle sights at all. You're no, just talking about clamp on rifle right.
0: sights came later. Okay. And I can't hit anything i remember practicing at home i remember we went down you know sunday or something you know before opening day we're down at camp and i remember you know using dad's truck as a rest to get a super steady rest and still like and this gun's beating the crap out of me and like i'm trying to keep it together but like, I'm choking back tears because I'm a kid, I can't hit anything, I want to impress all these guys, this gun hurts, like, you know, so it was like, you know, frustrating, right? I'm a kid, it's uh, not going great. So then, it's opening day, I kind of wish Dad was here to like, have the his the side of the thing. story, yeah, because it's, some of the details are a little foggy, but... I remember just being so nervous right these guys are all excited it's opening day like the you know anybody that's been part of like a an opening day deer camp there's like there's an electricity about it there's an excitement right. about it everybody's fired up so we get up bright and early and I'm nervous man I'm excited but I'm nervous and We hike up this hill and it's a big, like you guys said, you know, for a little kid, it's a big hill. And I don't remember all the details. I remember, I seem to remember getting up there and now I'm all hot and I'm excited. I'm nervous. I'm hot from hiking up there. I don't, I want to say I ended up throwing up up there. Like, cause I just got myself so worked up. Yeah. Dad says that you threw up and I think I ended up. And then he says, like, 15 minutes later, you threw
1: up, then 15 minutes later, you said you had the poop. Yeah. This is what Dad says. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And then after all of that, I'm like, I seem to remember, you know, Dad packed a sandwich or something for me. It's barely cracked daylight. I'm like, I'm hungry. I got to, I can't, you know, it's like barely daylight. I got to have a sandwich or something. And as I recall, we had a, like, I don't remember lasting very long. We had to I ate all the snacks, you know, it was like, <laughs> you know, it just wasn't, it wasn't great. No deer, no, not even, not a chance, right? I mean, <laughs> nothing, nothing. But so that was kind of my, and then I want to say I took a couple years off. Did I come back? Do you guys remember? Did I go back the next year? Or did I take a year or two off after that? It was like. I don't remember specifically. I don't know. I know you were there
1: my first year. I remember taking a few. Honestly, I think dad probably took you and then had such a bad experience or you had such a bad experience. I think he probably waited to take me then. Like you might've went when you were, I don't know, 13, yeah. 12, 13, I don't remember. And then he might not have taken me until I was at least that old. So that would give you a couple of years off you know what I mean, two or yeah. three, because you're a year and a half, so two years off.
0: And then Jeff was always just an outdoorsman. He started, yeah. like, he was he a baby a out there. Yeah, But so I want to say, because I seem to remember, like, you know, if you guys listen to previous podcasts, you know my birthday's in November, and, you know, it's so I had, I seem to remember using the excuse of, like, well, you know, it's a, it's all, you know, it's all after Thanksgiving, like, My, I would have just had my birthday. I I think I'm going to hang out here and play with my new toys and stuff like something to that effect. Like, and so I want to say I took a few years, a year or two or two off. But then, so then when I did go back down by this point, we had those clamp on rifle sights. Basically, if you've not seen these, they're, they're standard rifle sights, but they clamp on to the, the ventilated rib of a, you know, of a field barrel shotgun. So we, I don't know, dad discovered these things at the store or something. I don't know. But I remember that made all the difference. Like I could, I'm a few years older now. I can hit something where things are much better now. Right. I'm re- I'm ready to, to deer hunt now. So at this point we go up it's same, I'm assuming Jeff, it's the same area for you. I know it's yeah, yeah. real close to Jacob's first year. Dad puts me on. You know, we go up kind of on top of this ridge, and it's kind of like a, it's kind of like an open oak flat up there. Right. And so he takes me and puts me on the left side of this ridge. As you, you know, as you're coming up, he's gonna go over the right side. And here's you know here's a tree. Hang out. I seem to remember I had you know cleared all the leaves around the tree. I seem to remember doing a lot of walking around the tree and just. <laughs> fooling around trying to kill time that may have been the time i want to say it was i was bored i got my knife out i told this story before on the podcast i got my knife out and was scratching the tree up like it's a bear sign down you know but at some point sort of late morning i down below me two does pop out and they're i don't know probably 50 yards away i'd say down below me I thought oh my gosh there's a deer so bring my gun up you know doing a you know safety off here we go bang the deer just stand there shuck another shell in bang and at at that I think the first deer ran off the other one was still there Put my third shell in, my last shell, and I remember like, this is my last chance. I got to make this one count. And this, now the first deer is gone. I shoot at the second deer and it falls down. And it kind of let out a bellow. And I remember it kind of rolled off the hill to where I couldn't see it, you know, rolled off the bank or whatever down even farther down the hill to where I couldn't see it. And dad I remember when dad dropped me off, he said, if you shoot, just stay here and I'll I'll hear you shoot and I'll come over. Well I couldn't stay there. Ain't <laughs> <laughs> no way. So because I saw this thing fall down, right? But it rolled off the hill. I I I gotta go see. So I remember walking down and, you know, just over the bank, there's this deer and then i'm like well i don't know, i don't know what to do now so i as i'm coming back up the hill i remember looking up and seeing dad coming over and you know did you get it i was like yeah it's right down here <laughs> <laughs> and uh that was that we we uh you know took care, took care of the deer got it field dressed and everything and in my head like we're on the side of this hill. We need to drag it down this hill and out to the road, but I'm a kid, I don't really know the lay of the land. And dad's telling me, "No, no, no. We got to drag it up this hill." And I I do remember thinking, "Why on earth are we dragging this <laughs> deer uphill?" This this thing's heavy. This is hard. Why are, we can just drag it downhill? Yeah. You can see the road from there. Yeah. yeah. But now knowing like it would have been miserable to a drag it through this bottom. Yeah, it's yeah. just thick nastiness. It, just briars. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been a mistake to drag it downhill there. But I remember having that thought, like, why are we working so hard to drag this uphill? But yeah. So that's my my first deer story. Do you guys have other stories you want to tell?
1: I have a, a story that I always like to think back on. Yeah. This is not a deer hunting story. This is a squirrel hunting story. Okay. Um, So I'm probably about 13, 14. And,
0: uh, Before? Or the, so this would have been after your first deer.
1: Yeah, this was after my first deer. Okay. Um, But me, dad, and a buddy of ours down there, we're going up in the woods to go squirrel hunting. And... You know, we start walking up this hill, and it's there's a ravine. We're walking up one side of the ravine, and then across the other side of the hill, you know, like you can see the other side. Yeah. And it's probably 40 yards, 50 yards the other side. Well, we see a squirrel over there. So, we decide we're going to shoot it. Well... We all, you know, it's three guys have our guns loaded up, you know, loaded for bear, <laughs> man. We we have, I had a uh, a bolt-action 20-gauge that Dad had borrowed from someone.
0: Oh, I was going to uh, say, I didn't know anything about a bolt-action 20-gauge. Yeah,
1: yeah, Dad had borrowed it. Um, okay. I used that to hunt for a few years. It, I, I don't know, it was supposed to be good for a kid. I think it might've been a youth model. Yeah. Okay. Um, but, uh, and it, so I had this bolt action and I think it could hold like 12 rounds, 12, 20 gauge shells. Wow. You know, it, it, so, but we just start unloading at the squirrel and it's at a distance, you know, it's, it's a yeah. little beyond our range, but this squirrel's running. And I mean, we can see clearly, you know, it can't hide from us. right? And it's trying to go up trees, and we're shooting and knocking it out of trees. And just, I mean, we probably, it sounded like a war zone. And we probably <laughs> shot at least 20 times at this squirrel. Oh, really? I mean, it was just, yeah. Yeah. But uh eventually, it kind of, we lose sight of it. So then we go over there. And we're blood tracking the squirrel. <laughs> like we have a blood trail and we're tracking it. And uh, eventually we follow the blood trail and it goes up a tree and into a hole in the tree. Oh. So the squirrel got away on us. On oh, it. man. But I I mean, I still remember that and just think back and yeah. laugh because, I mean, yeah. it was just a, a squirrel. Yeah. And I mean, we were just going the to town. Just kept shooting, just boom, 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 yeah. boom. And this squirrel's, I mean, just running for dear life. Yeah. It gets up a tree, we shoot and, you know, knock the branch off and it's falling to the ground. Yeah. And, oh, I, yeah, it was a blast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, you know, all, all, that, all over just a little squirrel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, uh, that reminds me of a story. So this will be my, I think probably my earliest hunting memory. We were... I couldn't even tell you where we were, but we, Dad and I were rabbit hunting. I don't even know if I had a gun. I might have... Dad might have just brought me along to kick brush piles and try to chase squirrels (laughs) out for him. I don't remember. I don't remember. But I remember this... Rabbit gets shot, and it wasn't dead. And I just remember dad walked up to this rabbit, no joke, he just karate chops it in the back (laughs) and breaks its back and kills it. And I'm a kid, you know, and I'm just like, oh, my goodness, my dad is awesome (laughs) (laughs) and it was that's just one of those things that's stuck in my my brain all these years but yeah i don't know how old i was i it was probably one of those things that to dad was like so insignificant right he may not even remember it but (laughs) i know as a kid it was like oh he just karate chopped a, a rabbit so did i say squirrel earlier you You said chase squirrels but you're kicking brush
1: to chase squirrels i got
0: my story mixed up we were rabbit hunting i i apologize yeah Yeah. rabbit hunting he karate chopped a rabbit so i have a story similar to that one
1: my first rabbit i ever got me and dad are out squirrel hunting and you know we're walking and i you know say oh you know Dad, there's a a rabbit, and, you know, it's only 10 feet away from us. Right. You know, probably less than that, like, close. And it's just sitting in a bush, like, kind of hunkered down. Yeah. And Dad says, it's rabbit season. Shoot it. So I shoot this thing, and it was pretty close to, like, point-blank range. Right. I mean, it was close. And I just blow it up, you know. Yeah. (laughs) And Dad was like, well, I think you got it. Like, <laughs> you know, it just, I mean, it, it was close. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I, I blew it up. Yeah. And yeah, he's like, well, I think you got it. Yeah. You know, good eye. Right. And it's like, okay. Yeah. You know, and then he takes this bloody rabbit yeah. and I have like an upland Vest that he has that has the pouches on the back. Right, yeah. And he... small game vest or whatever. Yeah, yeah, puts this rabbit like in the back pouch. And then, you know, we go on hunting and throughout the day, you know, like I can just feel the blood of this rabbit <laughs> soaking into like my back. And like I didn't know any, di- like I thought that, oh, okay, that's just part this of it, I guess. Part of it, yeah. And, you know, when we get done you know I take it off and you have this huge blood <laughs> spot on my back and it's like what you just let that thing bleed on you and it's like yeah, yeah yes yeah yeah and he's like yeah, you know
0: oh that's funny
1: yeah and now come to find out you're deathly allergic to rabbit blood yeah and that's that's what makes that story even funnier yeah is that yeah. I'm allergic I'm very allergic to rabbit blood. And, yeah, I I don't remember breaking out that time, yeah. you know, with any sort of rash, but.
0: Yeah, you almost missed opening day that one year because you were all, yeah. went on a Thanksgiving rabbit hunt. And, yeah. And then my hands were swollen up. And yeah.
1: It was bad news. Didn't you do that two years in a row? Yeah. That's yeah. I and two, two years in a row you had issues with your hands and, Yeah. And I didn't know didn't have a clue, you know, yeah, thought it was the dry weather, you know, or yeah. whatever, yeah and and then, well, the second year it was really bad, yeah, and that's what really set it off, like no, I yeah, I'm having some sort of reaction
0: to something, all right, i gotta I'm debating on whether or not I should tell this story, should I tell the outhouse story
1: with a knife,
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure.
1: Oh, well, I'll start with an outhouse story first and okay. then you can tell yours. All right. All right. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, I forgot about the story. This is making fun of myself. So we should preface this with at our hunting cabin, yeah. there there is no indoor plumbing. Yeah. Right? No there running water. Yeah. Yeah. There is an outhouse. It's yeah. just an old, uh, like, job site outhouse. Yeah. It's nothing fancy. It's a molded plastic outhouse that. There's cracks in it. You're probably they... gonna offend someone by saying that's not fancy. Probably, <laughs> the guys down there think it's pretty fancy. And
0: um, just just to kind of give the whole picture here, it's not a outhouse that we have pumped out. We dig a hole in the ground and have cut the bottom out of this outhouse and set the outhouse over top of the hole. And then right. you know when the hole fills up, we dig another it. hole. And right. there's an the dirt,
1: old rudimentary you know, map somewhere that has. X marks supposedly the spot. Yeah. supposedly <laughs> where the outhouse has been, so we yeah. don't strike gold ever. Yeah, um, I'm yet to see the map. That guy's down there. Just yeah, claim to know. I don't know. I think once they're gone, we're gonna have to switch sides of the cabin or something, so we don't run into trouble. Thought... Eventually, it just all turns back <laughs> into dirt. I'm sure. I don't know. But so I'm up. This was deer hunting up where our cabin is. There's an old cemetery up on the hill. It's the old. They call it the old Coon Cemetery. So it's just a tiny little down there. They have cemeteries just around family cemetery on old properties yeah. or whatever. So it's up on the hill and I'm up there deer hunting. Cause I remember I was in a blaze orange jumpsuit type thing. Like, and it was, I don't know if it was opening day. It had to have been opening day. I think I was up hunting the cemetery though. And I was up there and I had realized breakfast wasn't sitting with me. (laughs) So it's like, I got to go to the bathroom and I'm close enough to the cabin that I'd rather not crap in the woods. If I didn't have to, I can get down to the outhouse. Right. So I thought, (laughs) so I'm fighting it off. Like, well, no, I'm just going to hang. I'm just going to, it'll settle down. I'll just mind over matter, you know, figure it out wait and wait and it's like uh, it's starting to build i think i'm gonna have to go I gotta make a decision here am i gonna poop in the woods or am i gonna run down the hill to the yeah. outhouse? and it's cold i'm like i don't really want to you know drop trow here in the <laughs> woods if i don't have to i'm gonna go down to that outhouse so i start going down the hill well at this point it's borderlining an emergency so i'm rushing down the hill and um The preface, the story there was an older guy who no longer hunts with us. There was one of the original owners of the cabin um, who wasn't even, he hadn't even made it out to the woods yet. He was the guy who did the cooking. He was an old army sergeant, or I don't even know what he was in the army. But anyhow, he would always cook for us military style, way more food than we could ever need. So he was cleaning up breakfast. He hadn't even made it out to the woods yet. And I come running, peeling down off the hill. And as I'm going, as soon as I hit like the road, which starts our cabin property, I start dropping gloves, (laughs) taking my hat off, unzipping my you know, I'd like I said like a full suit on. Unzipping it, pulling my arms out as I'm like making my way to the outhouse. And he comes walking out to go out in the woods hunting and he sees (laughs) me losing clothing as I go. I barely I did make it. I did not crap my pants, but it was Pretty close. Um, so he always told that story about seeing me, big orange marshmallow guy, you know, puffed up in clothes, yeah. coming peeling down off the hill, stripping dropping. Stripping clothes. Yeah, off, stripping right? clothes as I go so I can get into the outhouse.
0: Oh, that's funny.
1: But yeah, so that's my outhouse story.
0: All right. So, so my outhouse story same outhouse, little blue. We were. Back at the cabin for lunch, as I recall. And I have this pocket knife that I have had for years. My wife bought it for me as a gift, and I've carried this pocket knife every day for years and years and years. And I had it where I always have it, clipped on my back pocket. And I was wearing, I think it was bibs. They weren't coveralls. I was wearing bibs. I think they were Carhartt bibs. And... If I recall, I think they were hand-me-down Carhartt. I think they were Dad's hand-me-down Carhartt bibs. So lunchtime, need to use the outhouse, go out there, do my thing, everything goes well. (laughs) And as I'm standing up to exit the dwelling, I pull my bibs back up over my pants you know i pulled my pants up first and did my buckle and everything and then i pull my bibs up and in doing that it it snagged the little pocket clip on my pocket knife lifted it out of my pocket at which point my pocket knife that i've carried for years and years and years falls into the outhouse hole <laughs> I'm pretty bummed about this, but that knife's gone. I'm not going in there to get it. I'm starting to think about how I'm going to explain this to my wife because she bought me this knife, hoping she'll understand. And I come back in. I said, "Ah, I lost my pocket knife out there in the outhouse. These guys are all bummed. Like, oh, man, you've carried that knife for years. Too bad we don't have a big magnet or something. (laughs) Cause I could see it. It's just laying down there on top of some paper.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's it's past arm's length. You couldn't. Oh, reach your yeah, hand yeah, yeah, down yeah, there. yeah, I mean, but yeah, you could see it, especially with a trying flashlight down there. You could see it.
0: Yeah. Too bad we don't have a big magnet. And one of the guys, one of the owners of the cabin, goes, "I got a big magnet right here <laughs> on a rope." <laughs> and I just remember thinking, because the purpose—why on earth do you have a big <laughs> magnet on a rope? For situations such as this, or what? (laughs) Come to find out, the magnet on the rope is in case you drop the well bucket into the well, you can get the metal well bucket back out. But so I think, Jake, it was you. You took the magnet and fished Fished my knife out of the hole in the outhouse. Cause I have a picture of you standing there in your blaze orange coveralls <laughs> holding this magnet up with my knife dangling from it. And so we got the knife back. We had silicone or whatever, you know, gutting gloves, deer gutting gloves. So we took it and we bleached it and we boiled it and like everything we could to, we had an old bottle of bleach down there, you know, everything we could to sanitize, disinfect, sterilize this knife. As I recall, I don't even know if I carried it. I think I brought it home and boiled it and bleached it more. But yeah, I still have that knife and still carry it to this day. But yeah, (laughs) lost it in the outhouse for a couple minutes. So we are 50 minutes into this. Do we want to wrap it up here or do we have another story another closing Jeff I got one more (laughs) okay Jeff's got just gonna wrap us up here
1: so as kids we got to go hunting either the first opening day and then sometimes Tuesday morning right you know sometimes just opening day and then we wouldn't get to hunt again until you know maybe the weekend if dad was gonna come home from the cabin Right, because just for completeness sake, our dad would take us down. We would miss school for opening day and sometimes Tuesday. And then dad would drive us all the way home, which is a three-hour drive, roughly. Um, turn around and drive all the way back down to stay the rest of the week. Yeah. yeah. So I'm not sure if this was that weekend, the weekend of gun season, or if it was when bonus guns started, the bonus weekend. Yeah. But I was going hunting and in our in our backyard, and Dad was gonna stay home you know so it's it's only you know a hundred and fifty yards maybe from the house to where I was hunting, you know, and so I'm out there hunting, and a doe walks up, and i I shoot it right you know so i Go back up to the house to get dad. Well, before I shot this deer, you know, I had heard a gunshot in in the distance. Well, here to come and find out, mom and dad were awake and in bed. And mom heard that first gunshot and said, "You know, was that your son? Did he did he shoot?" And this is like, morning. We're talking. Yeah, this, this was is morning. morning. Huh? So they yeah. was, they hadn't gotten out of bed yet. Yeah, they hadn't gotten out of bed. And they're like, "You know, was was that your son? Did he shoot?" And dad's like, "No, no, that was way too far away," you know. And then. A minute later, I saw my deer, and I shot. And Dad was like, now that was your son. (laughs) Because, I mean, you know, that was close, like right all the windows close. And he was like, that was your son. And then Mom asked something along the lines of, you think he got it? And Dad said, well, he only shot once, so yeah, I think he got it, because he would have shot more if he missed. (laughs) Yeah, that's a little side note again if i mean people listening don't know jeff necessarily but jeff is not afraid to pull the trigger on deer yeah um he actually this year didn't you you shot a deer three times i shot yeah i shot a deer three times because yeah. it didn't fall over It wasn't falling over i hit it three times perfectly yeah in the like right in the bread basket right where you're supposed to three times put three bullets right in there right in a row yeah. The, the first one, I, I wasn't sure if I had, had hit it. The second shot, I knew I hit it, but it was still running. So yeah. I shot again, you know, cause I, I knew I had hit it, but I didn't know how well I hit it. Right. So I shot again and the deer continued to run off. Yeah. I'm out of bullets. You know, I have to reload and I went and tracked it, you know, and it, it didn't go too far. Only another like, You know, 10, 20 yards. Right. Uh, But when I got to it, it had three holes in it. Yeah. And it's like, I guess I hit it all three times.
0: Huh. Well, this has been fun. We'll have to do another one of these sometime. Lots more stories. But with that, hopefully, like we said, you guys are having a good Christmas or you had a good Christmas and you spent time with your families and... Maybe while you got time off work, you found time to get in the woods. So as always, follow us on Facebook. We're Ohio Huntsman on Facebook. We are Ohio Huntsman Podcast on Instagram. That's a good way to keep up to date with what we're doing, new episodes, that sort of thing. The best way to get new episodes is to make sure you're subscribed to the show. That way you'll get notified every time we post a new episode, which is every Tuesday. And with that, I think we're going to sign off, so uh, thanks for listening.